Production. Recorded live. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you on today, Lord God, we bless your name, Lord God. We just give you the glory, the honor, the praise on today, Lord God. We ask that you will have your way, Father God, as we go into the word of God on today, Lord God, concerning bondages, Lord God. Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you will enlighten our eyes, Lord God, that you give us wisdom, revelation, knowledge of your word, Father God, that, Lord God, it will cause us to become doers of your word and not hearers only, Lord God. And, Lord God, I praise and magnify your name, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Um, today we're going to be talking about, this is, this is Pastor Jacqueline Harrison from Applying Christ through Sermon Ministry in Spring Lake, North Carolina. And we're going to be talking about bondages on today. When sin or desire to practice grows until you cannot stop it, when you cannot control the activities but it takes control of your life and you're under bondage. Paul described bondages in Romans 7 verses 11 Romans 7, verses 14 and 15. We know that the law is spiritual, but I'm a creature of the flesh, carnal, unspiritual, having been sold into slavery under its co- the control of sin. For I do not understand my own actions unbuffered, bewildered. I do not practice or accomplish what I wish, but I do the very thing I loathe, which my moral instinct condemns. And so we see in this in this passage of scripture that Paul is um, describing the the war between the spirit, the flesh, and the spirit, because the, the flesh comes with in, in in order to sin, but the spiritual man is that part that we are in commune with God, and and then he was saying that that what I ought to do, what I know to do, that is right. I'm not doing that. I'm doing the very thing that I'm not supposed to be doing. And so bondage bondage will grab a hold of you, and that what you desire to do, if you desire to walk more closely with God, if you desire to have that intimate relationship with God, the the things of the flesh will come and cause you um, not to be obedient to God. But um, today we have to, um, that's why fasting and praying and Reading your word is so important because when we pray, we commune with God. He, We talk to God, and God talks back to us. And his Holy Spirit also, that's the keeper. That's the one that will keep us from sinning. He will uh, He will tell us, uh, even warn us before anything happens, that uh, what is a, what, what we're doing so that we can repent and get it right. And the word of God, it's a lamp to our feet and a ladder to our pathway. So we need to draw closer to the word. We need to draw closer to God at this time. And we need to fill our spiritual man up with the word of God. That way the flesh cannot reign in us. But there are different degrees of bondage. Sin 
may have gained a lesser or greater amount of control over someone. Some types of bondage are more destructive than others. Um, Tobacco smoking cigarettes is not as deadly as heroin addiction. Some of forms of bondage are more polite and social acceptable than others. And we do not condemn a resentful person readily, but we do do a sexual addiction, though the resentment can be just as destructive. All forms of bondage are dangerous and need to be broken. Sin is sin. There's no big sin or little sin, but it's all sin. And the, the Word of God tells us the wages of sin is get death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And we have to put our hands in God's hands and rely on the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Bondage is an ongoing process that leads to complete heart and, and spiritual death. We're going to look at Second Thessalonians 2. Second Thessalonians, the second chapter, verses 10 through 12, by unlimited seduction to evil and with all evil deception for those who are perishing going to perdition because they do not welcome the truth but refuse to love it, they might be saved. Therefore, God sent upon them a misleading influence, a working of error, a strong delusion to make them believe what is false, in order that all may be judged and condemned who do not believe in in, and who refuse to apprehend, to trust in, rely on the truth, uh, but instead took pleasure in unrighteousness. Uh, so it's, it's telling us that uh, we know the truth, what the word of God says is the truth, but if we refuse God's word and we choose to go the other way, then God will give us over to that which we choose to love. And it says that he, he brought a misleading, a working of an error, a strange delusion to make them believe what is false because they, they did not want to hear the truth. They did not want to obey the truth. Uh, and so God led them over into the wrong uh, the, uh, spirit of error and, and he just sent upon them the spirit of error and the um, working of a, a strong delusion to make them believe what is false because they desired not to believe in what the truth said. They desired not to 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 stand on, to rely on the word of God, but instead they took pleasure in unrighteousness. And so the spirit of bondage will lead you, lead you into unrighteousness. And we have no peace or joy or self-respect under the power of sin. We cannot freely, cannot free, we are not free to really serve God. Some examples are bondages are alcohol, drugs, sexual immorality, pornography, television, spending, spending, pleasure, work, work resentment, anger, overeating, lazy, music, 
worry and perfectionist, and, and and we will study study um some of these uh, and this type of bondages later on. And sin is deception, uh, deceptive, uh, promising the freedom, but enslaver people. Let's look at Second Peter two and nineteen. They promised them liberty when they themselves were slaves of deprivation and defilement. For by whatever anyone is made inferior or worse or is overcome that the person or thing enslaved them. I'm going to read the eight. We're going to go up to the 18th verse. For ugly, ugly, loud, boasting of folly, they beguiled and lured with lustful desires to flesh those who were barely escaping from them who are in wrongdoers. They promised them liberty that they themselves are slaves of the depravity and defilement for by whatever anyone is inferior to a worser or is overcome to that person or thing he is enslaved. So they was doing wrong doing themselves and they they um uh, put a picture as this um this is not not enslaving you this is this is something that um is going to free you and so they promised freedom but in other words uh, it was making them have spiritual death because uh, they were no longer closer to God they took their eyes off God and they just uh, allowed their bodies and allowed their their mind, whatever they chose to do at that time with the flesh reign in that season of, of that time where they allowed the flesh to be dominant instead of feeding their spirit. And that's what they did, and they 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 just got farther and farther in sin instead of being free. It was they was promising sin, promised freedom, but it's really enslaving people. Drugs and alcohol promise a wonderful experience of escape, but produce cruel addiction, destroys the mind and body. Problems are multiplied and not solved. Sexual immorality promises love, excitement, affirmation, but produces shame and degrading the personhood and cannot give a, a, a lasting relationship. The excitement of buying new things wears off quickly, leaving one deeper in debt and needing another purchase as a fix. Sin traps us through our wrong desires. We're going to look at James 1 and 14.
But every person is tempted when he is drawn away, enticed it, baited by his own evil desire, lust, and passion. We are when we're tempted by our own and we're drawn away by our own evil lusts, our own desires, our own passion. It's nothing that um anyone's that we've drawn away because we desire that thing. We love the lust after that thing. And so we go after that instead of allowing our flesh to be crucified with the word that it cuts off everything that's not like us because it's a two-edged sword. We allow our flesh to rule and reign. If we give ourselves Sin, we become enslaved, and what what we may may say, and whatever we may say. John eight. John 8, chapter verse 34. Jesus asked to them, I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you, whoever commits and practices sin is a slave of sin. So Jesus even knows if you practice sin, that you're a slave to sin. And we don't have to be a slave to sin. God doesn't want us in bondage to anything. We're going to look at 1 Corinthians. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, the twelfth verse. Everything is permissible, permissible, allowable, lawful for me, but not all things are helpful, good for me to do, expedient, and profitable when considered with other things. Everything is lawful for me, but I will not because become a slave of anything or be brought to a, under its power. So so um even though it seems like it's um it's it's it, it may look like it's good to do but um we don't need to be under the slave of sin. We need to, to we don't need to be the slave of that uh, if if it's adultery, if it's um Eating, eating too much candy or whatever it may be. Even our, uh, and sometimes we're not good stewards over our body. We just eat anything and don't care care about our body until we go to the doctor. So even with that, huh, we got to watch and know what is good for our bodies and what is not. And we do that by the leading of the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit um, will, will, will tell us uh, and, and warn us of those things that we know that we should not be doing. And this concludes part um, one of spiritual bondage on today. This has been 
Pastor Jacqueline Harrington from Applying Christ Through Serving Ministry in Spring Lake, North Carolina. And we're going to pray on today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we praise you. We magnify you on today. Lord God, we glorify you. Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you, by your Holy Spirit, will lead and guide us and show us the areas, the things that, Lord God, are bondage in our lives, Lord God, things that will connect us to bondages, Lord God, that will try to enslave us, Lord God. Allow us, Lord God, to get into your word, Father God, as we pray. Pray and fast before you, Father God, even as we, Lord God, meditate and become doers of your word, Father God, and being led by your Holy Spirit, Lord God, we ask that you would take our bondages, Lord God, those things, Lord God, even the things we think are, are harmful, are not harmful, Father God, Lord God, we ask that you allow your spirit, Lord God, to deliver, Lord God, to set us free, Lord God, for many things, Father God. God, on today, Lord God, any hidden bondages that we don't know of, Lord God, even manipulation, Lord God, Lord God, we ask that you will have your way, Lord God, and that we will begin to hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord God, that we shall be filled, Father God, Lord God, we praise and bless your name, Lord God, that you have our power in your hands, Lord God, that it's nothing too hard or impossible for you and do, Father God. And Lord God, we ask that you take the appetite of anything that's not like you, Lord God, out of our mouth, Lord God. Lord God, have your way, Lord God. Help us to crucify the flesh even more, Lord God. And I give you glory, I give you praise, Lord God. Even our mind, Lord God. Let it be meditating on good things, Lord God. A good report, Father God. Help us, Lord God. To be the women and men of God you're calling us forth to be, Lord God. And I praise your name, Lord God. I glorify you, Lord God. I magnify you all today, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God.